Iraq Omaha Beach, 1944. D-Day plus 30 minutes, 150,000 men, an invasion armada of 4,000 ships storming Hitler's fortress Europe. 18,000 fall, their blood spilling across the sands of Normandy, their bodies drifting on the channel tide. A decade later, a troubled world pauses to pay solemn tribute to the heroes of Omaha Beach. French President Coty leads the memorial services with a seven-nation honor guard and Premier Laniel joining in saluting the men who died to keep the world free from dictatorship. At Saint Laurent Cemetery, where 9,000 American soldiers lie, Ambassador Lodge looks out over his fallen countrymen, asleep in honored glory for all eternity. A full-scale riot explodes in Japan's diet as women socialist legislators take over the countrymen, asleep in honored glory for all. A full-scale riot explodes in Japan's diet as women socialist legislators take over the speaker's chair and liberal party members try to unseat them. The socialists are trying to prevent a vote on extending the session scheduled to expire at midnight. delegate, one of 60 injured, is hurled to the floor. The riot causes Premier Yoshida to cancel a trip to the United States. Delegates get down to their shirt sleeves. It's nearly midnight. Midnight. Socialists cheer, but the session is extended anyway. A crisis in Japan. The East comes to the British countryside with a thousand Muslims gathering at Walking in Surrey to end their annual religious fast. Shoes are removed before attending the service, which ends the 30 days of Ramadan. Indians, Pakistani, Africans, Egyptians devoutly bow towards Mecca, the holy city of their religion. The traditional embrace concludes the service. Muslims now eat after a month's fast from sunrise to sunset. Far from Mecca, they celebrate the end of Ramadan. The Navy takes the wraps off its newest helicopter, equipped with a special device for hunting submarines. Sonar apparatus to detect submerged enemy subs is lowered into the water. Igor Sikorsky, helicopter pioneer, watches the test over Long Island Sound. Helicopter and sonar give the Navy a pair of sharp eyes over and under the waves. Lieutenant Colonel John Stapp is ready for the fastest ride on Earth as he's strapped into Northrop Aircraft's special land sled at Holloman Air Force Base, New Mexico. Twelve rockets supply power for pushing the sled along a track 3,500 feet long to determine the shocks jet pilots undergo when bailing out. First of the rockets sends Colonel Stapp down the track at 421 miles an hour, faster than any man has traveled on land. The sled's special brakes throw up curtains of water as they slow it down. Watch the terrific force on the rider as he starts off. 
of the line, and the colonel says he feels all right after the fastest ride on Earth. Hollywood is a glow for Warner Brothers' world premiere of The High and the Mighty. The film's star, John Wayne, introduces newcomer Karen Sharp. Industry pioneer Harry M. Warner and Mrs. Warner attend the gala opening along with Jack L. Warner, daughter Barbara, Richard Andrews, and Bob Fellows. The overflow crowd cheers the introduction of Paul Kelly, who has a featured role in the Wayne Fellows Cinemascope production. Jane Wyman, with husband Freddie Carger, adds glamour to Hollywood's brightest turnout of stars in years. Columnist Luella Parsons arrives with Jimmy McHugh, Warner Brothers producer-director Mervyn Leroy, Mrs. Leroy, Anita Louise, and husband Buddy Adler join, too, in the premiere for The High and the Mighty. Half a hundred girl gymnasts from the United States and Canada match skills in the national AAU championships in New York. A beauty on the bars is Ernestine Russell, a 16-year-old sensation just voted Canada's outstanding amateur athlete. Next up, Chicago's Ruth Brokowski, last year's all-around champion, a gymnastic G-Wiz. Edging the Canadian girl by less than five points in eight events, Miss Brokowski whirls to a second straight crown. On the swinging rings, a flawless exhibition by champion Louise Wright of Philadelphia, a top-notcher in a tough and tricky test. And here, a dizzy doll head over heels in love with tumbling. America's mile king, Wes Santee, is shooting for the world's record as running away from his rivals, he battles the stopwatch in a night track meet at Compton, California. Passing the three-quarter mark in under three minutes, he's ahead of Roger Bannister's clocking of three minutes, 59 and four-tenths seconds. With the crowd excitedly urging him on, the lean Kansan is setting a blistering pace as he makes his do-or-die drive. Santi has already covered the first 1,500 meters in world record time as he races toward the wire. But the precious seconds are ticking away too fast. He misses the four-minute mile by six-tenths of a second. Still, it's the second-fastest mile in track history for West Santee, the Kansas Comet. 